0: In John fifteen fifteen, Jesus says to the disciples, I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my Father I have made known to you. Please be seated. I want to thank David and Donna and Dinah and Matt for giving me the privilege and the honor to speak here today. I would ask for grace from you all. I'm not the speaker that Bob is. I'm not the speaker that General Jacob is. I'm not the preacher that David and Donna and Dinah and Matt are. The, um, the Word of God tells us that the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. I ask that you would listen with your spirit. And anything that does not bear witness with his spirit, please just discard it. And getting ready for this, Matt said, don't take yourself too seriously. And he said, learn from something that David T. told me, which was to just talk with you all just as I would talk with anybody else. Scott Hare, who's a preacher out at our church plant, preaches barefoot because, Moses said to, because the Lord said to Moses, take your shoes off, this is holy ground. I'm going to take my shoes off for that reason and so that I can talk to you more as friends and so that I can get out of these shoes. (laughs) When David first asked me to preach about faith of our fathers and mothers, I thought of my friend Dorothy Vickers. I'll tell you about her later. And then I thought about faith and I thought, I'm going to leave that to those that have had divinity training. I'll let you teach them them teach you about faith. But I did think about faith of fathers and mothers. In First John 1, it talks, us about, talks to us about stages of spiritual maturity. It talks about little children that know the Father. Paul talks about infants that need the milk of the word but cannot handle solid food. Then it talks about young men, which are young men and young women. Young men know the word and they've overcome. Scripture tells us that overcome is about discerning between good and evil. Then it talks about fathers and fathers is fathers and mothers. And fathers are those that have known the father from the beginning. And I began to think about fathers and mothers in the faith that had affected me as I said I first thought about Dorothy Vickers, but I thought also of some other people. I thought about Margie Palm. Many of y'all know her. Margie is from San Antonio. She has um, her sons and her son and her daughter are around the same age as our sons and daughters, and I knew her from school. In 1981, many of you will remember that Margie was abducted by a serial killer a man by the name of Stephen Peter Morin, who had brutally raped and murdered more than 40 women, her same hair color, eye color, and height. She she was abducted by him, but she knew the Lord and she had a strong faith. She was afraid in the beginning, but only for a little bit. And then she started trusting in God. And she listened to the Lord and the Lord led her And she converted that man. Margie taught me a lot about when scripture says fear not period, that's what it means. Margie taught me a lot about that we are forgiven for anything and everything that we do. And he knew, she knew that he was forgiven and was a beloved child of God. And she related to him as a beloved child of God. She could see in him what God saw in him. Margie taught me a lot about faith. And then I met Dorothy and Randy Vickers, and Dorothy has since passed away, but they had a healing service at their church in northern England every Thursday night. And I would hear these stories about they prayed and the frozen shoulder was released. And Randy prayed and the back was healed. And the woman was pushed in in a wheelchair and they prayed for her and she wheeled her own wheelchair out. And I knew, they knew, things about God that I didn't know and that I wanted to know I told Dorothy I said you, you know the Lord in a way that I don't know the Lord and she was willing to disciple me one on one I had wonderful conversations with her and I learned a lot from her and Randy she taught me that the word of God is true, that God's promises are yes and amen, and we get to put our faith in them. Eternity is now, and I watched as heaven came to earth in their house. She taught me that to worry is sin, that God promises to be our defense, our strong tower of refuge, and hides us under the shadow of his wings. And we do not get to be defensive. She taught me that God never leaves me or forsakes me. She taught me that God loves me intimately. She taught me that God chose me before the foundation of the world. That God equips me with every spiritual blessing. She taught me that fear not is more than, not, is more than a command like Margie had. It's a promise, and God equips us to do just that. She taught me that God looks at me as he does each and every one of you and says, you are precious and honored, and I love you. It's not because of what we do. It is because Jesus died on the cross and paid for all our sins we are forgiven. period. She and Randy opened my eyes to Jesus in a way that I didn't that I hadn't known before. She taught me that when I pass through the waters Jesus will be with me and through the rivers they shall not overflow me. When I walk through the fire I shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch me. And I know in my heart that Jesus was with her as she struggled at the end of her life because I knew Jesus was not only her Savior, but also her Lord. That was one of those questions she would ask me. You know Jesus as Savior, but do you know him as Lord? It was one of those challenges Greg Jones was talking about that comes from a holy friendship Greg Jones in a um, piece called Holy Friendships, Google it, it's good, says, Holy friends are those who challenge the sins we have come to love, affirm the gifts we are afraid to claim, and help us dream dreams we would otherwise not dream. I will always treasure my friendship with Dorothy Vickers. But we learn about faith not just from a one-on-one relationship, discipleship relationship. All those those are very valuable and very important. And if you don't have one, I would encourage you to get one. I realized after David asked me about this that I didn't think first about the faith of my father and my mother. I grew up in a Christian home. We went to Mass every week. We went to Catholic schools. But as a kid, that's just everyday life. It's just what you do. My parents died when I was 25. Many of you walked through that with me. Carol Bray called me one night when I was down, when when my mother was in the hospital and I felt very alone. And I came home that night to a phone call from Carol who said, I was just thinking about you. It was wonderful. What I realize now that I didn't realise then is at twenty five you don't know the faith of your fathers and your mothers. You think you do, but you don't. And as I've gone about my Christian walk, the Lord has put me in connection with people that have lost children. And as I was with them I could relate to them as a sibling. But as I prepared for this sermon, I realized that through them, the Lord was showing me the faith of my father and my mother. My parents had my sister Mary Pat, and a year and a half later, they lost a little girl at seven and a half months to placenta previa. A year and a half later, my mother was pregnant again, and that baby, a girl, was born but only lived three days. And it was again placenta previa. About a year and a half later, you can sense a pattern here. My mother was pregnant again. And at this point, the doctor's a friend, you can imagine. And he said, Mary, we know what to do now. When you go into labor, you call me, and I'm going to sit with you, and we're going to have this baby. I don't know what they did to this day. I don't know what they do for it. But now they know what to do for it. And my brother Johnny was born, and they were thrilled to have a boy. A year and a half later, my sister Susie came. A year and a half later, my brother Johnny died in a tonsillectomy. After that, my parents had four more children. I'm the youngest. What I realized as I would walk with friends who were going through the loss of children way too early was that the Lord was showing me the faith of my father and my mother. You see, when I was growing up, it was just what had happened. It was just what, what, what people did. I didn't have a clue. Because as a child, you don't understand about the things your parents are going through. I will be forever grateful to all of you that have taught me about the faith of my father and mother. I have a friend that lost uh, One of my friends that's lost a child prayed and asked the Lord that she wouldn't have bitterness when she was around others that that had children the same age and sex as the child that she had lost. I marvel at the faith that that takes, and I have learned much from these women. I also realized that while we learned from a one-on-one discipleship relationship, when I thought about that, about my parents, I realized how much I have learned just from the people close to me, day in and day out, with just everyday living. Don't worry. I'm not going to tell you all the things I've learned from my husband, Bob. We've been married too long. But I thank you. I thank you for showing me that you need to lose your life to find it. I thank you for the steadiness that you've provided for me all these years and for the integrity and honor with which you've lived your life. As I said before, I'm a child, I'm a young woman, and I'm a mother all at the same time. There are things that are new to me in the faith, and I'm a child, and there are things that I am going through, and I'm a young woman, and there are things where I've come through. One person termed it that there is training ground, battleground, and proven ground. What I realized as I thought about this sermon is that there are places where my sons, our sons, excuse me, where our sons are fathers in the faith and I'm not. I've learned much from our son Chris on the value of meditation. Recently the Lord spoke to him and said, It's all about the Torah. You see, it's wilderness, the law, slavery, and then the promised land. There's a verse in the New Testament where Jesus says, if you don't understand Moses, you're not going to understand me. It's the value of the Torah. Our son Matt has taught me much and is a father in terms of hearing God's call and following it. You all have been blessed to hear from him about being led by the Holy Spirit. David has taught us a lot about sonship. And in Romans 8, it says those that are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Matthew has taught me much about following the leading of the Holy Spirit. Our son Mike has taught me a lot about perseverance and grit. And a firmness but a gentleness and a sweetness. At the same time, I will always be grateful to them. But why does scripture tell us to talk about the faith of our fathers and mothers? In Joshua, the Lord tells Joshua to take up the 12 stones and put them up as a remembrance and tell the children so that they will remember. In discipleship three, it talks about remember who you are because the Israelites didn't remember who they were when they were wandering in the desert. They didn't remember what the Lord had done for them in bringing them out of Egypt. My journey in this life is to know God. As a child, I heard, to know God is to love God. To love God is to know God. It didn't make sense to me. My true identity is in Christ. Mothers and fathers in the, help, in, in the faith help me to know Who I am in Christ. Dorothy taught me that healing is now. Eternity is now. Margie taught me that fear not is something that really happens. There's nothing more fun than seeing people released into more and more freedom in Christ. It's for freedom that Christ sets us free. Those who Christ sets free are free indeed. Fathers and mothers help us to let go of who we think we are, to embrace our true identity, which we only find in Christ. It's no longer I who live. It's Christ who lives in me. Jesus surrendered his will. I need to surrender mine to find out who I am in him. When I know in my spirit, Who I am in Him, it will blow my mind away. Fathers and mothers in the faith help me to disidentify with who I am not eternally, to identify with who I am eternally. I saw heaven come to earth in Randy and Dorothy's house. Eternity is now. Fathers and mothers in the, in the faith, help me see it when I can't. Pray and ask the Lord to show you any lies you might be believing and for him to replace them with his truth. It's the truth that sets us free. Deuteronomy 29.29 says, The secret things belong to the Lord our God but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. We don't have to discover what has been revealed to our fathers and mothers on our own. Any mentor who is worth anything wants to see his or her mentees go farther than they have. I would encourage all of you children listening to ask your parents about their faith. How did they first find Jesus, Father God, and or the Holy Spirit? The Israelites wandered around in the desert because they forgot the wonderful things God had done for them to get them out of Egypt. If you find yourself stagnant in your faith, Find someone who is further along in their journey to know God to help you back on your journey to seek first the kingdom of God.